The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. This is Rascal Toscobble, half-elf rogue. And nothing will stop me from killing Chad. It's just not in hard meat. I'm a high up wizard. And I'm invincible. This is Sir Colvick Dykesy. Half orc cleric. And I like my lasagna baked. Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team. Were these from the black dragons that we killed? I really can't remember all the dragons you fought at this point. We've only because I feel like that's why you had the black dragon and the original anus dragon. I had asked, uh, you know, Mitch a while back if I could uh, have a little one-on-one time with Chad. I feel like I got kind of a buildup going on almost. Because <laughs> I can't, you better can't take pray it. to uh, Hiaya. I can't let out this old... Uh, Get a, a blockage. You just can't... I can't... How do I release this energy? Right. Kind of thing. You just need to release it. Yeah. I'm, I find myself being very curious about what it took to be a lich and what a lich is all about. He asks you a few more questions about the book and what it's a feta, uh, what it's made of, rather, and uh, definitely doesn't say anything about foreskins because that's not what the book's made of. You open the creaky door. <laughs> <laughs> it farts. <laughs> yeah, because we don't know anything about what you talked to Chad about. I mean, we haven't inquired just because. Do we know he had this meeting, even? Because I was out Ooh. on the town. Uh, were you trying to keep it a secret from from the boys? Yeah, for the time being. Okay. Well, if you're all... Are you all ready for some adventuring? Yeah, I'm a little dehydrated after the week I've had, but... Did you just say shot put this bad hot ball? Do we, do we have, like, a... What's our, what's our kind of cheer? What do we say? Do we have, like, a catchphrase? No. No. Let's take a look while Roscoe considers his turn at Word of Recall. It opens with, in Word of Recall, you and up to five willing creatures within five feet of you instantly teleport to a previously designated sanctuary. You and the creatures that teleport with you appear in the nearest unoccupied space to the spot you designated when you prepared your sanctuary. If you cast the spell without first preparing a sanctuary, the spell has no effect. So... Obviously, all of your equipment and other things come with you, but this is like a person-sized thing. Yeah, and I have no clue at this point how big the eggs are. Well, the box is the more important part, because the eggs will be in the box. And the box itself is like, say, the size of like a dining room table, so far as right. like outer dimension. I'm... Yeah, it's hard. I'm going to say that you could teleport the box, and we'll just count that as a willing creature. 
I don't know if I'm bending the rules too far, but it seems like, I mean, you can do equipment and whatnot. So if you like, if you were on one end of it, say Roscoe's on the other end of it. Melvin just draped over the top of it. And <laughs> sure. <laughs> can, I, can I get inside of it? You can get inside of it. And hide? It. And you guys can carry me around? <laughs> It'd be like, you'd give you, the box would be like the earth sandwich there for you. You could, you could probably pop that out there with you. As long as we count it, we'll say that it, like mass wise, it counts as one creature. But first, we have to get to those eggs. Mm-hmm. I used the icon, the picture in there, by the way, as like the Ark of the Covenant, which I thought was an appropriate image for this. Anywho, Roscoe, have you made a decision about your turn? Yeah, I guess. I will shoot at the nearest thing, which is a Devon. Devon is your nearest target. All right. I rolled a 15. A 15 is enough to hit. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Uh, 10. Grand total of 10 damage to this creature. Has been done. Doesn't look like he phased it all that much. No, I didn't figure I would. Next up in the turn order is Alyssa. Alyssa is the one way far back. Alyssa is going to... Well, this is going to, I think, use the dash action. Yeah, Alyssa's gonna dash to get about halfway across this big old fiery map. And then we move down to Devin's turn. Devin is much closer. Devin is in fact close enough that Devin will open the correct character sheet. What do you got here, Devin? Devin's got a movement speed of 50. Now these things are, uh, are crazy fast. So Devin could get to any of you. I'm going to roll a d6 to decide which of you he gets to. Uh, that's going to be Roscoe. Roscoe, you really do just get beat to fucking combat sometimes. Devin runs all the way across. Devin is going to do a touch attack. Ooh. Sensual. Touch number one is not quite, but almost a critical miss. So that's a miss. Touch number two is going to be a 16. Does that hit your AC? That does not. Excellent. Devin fails to touch you. <laughs> I'm going to touch you. I kept thinking about the Far Side comic where it was a red hot poker. Anybody gets that out there? God bless you. Thank you to all my Far Sides now. Mm, I got the whole wheel. collection over there. Yeah, but you have to do it. Claire takes the next turn. How far can Claire get? Claire is going to take the dash action to get up in front of Melvin, but will not be able to attack this turn, having taken the dash action. And then Melvin, it will be your turn. Hmm. I'm going to try to cast Polymorph on Claire. Okay. So that's going to be a wisdom saving throw to avoid the effect, uh, which is going to be... What's your saving throw these days? 18? Uh, Yes. Already, and what are you going to try and polymorph Claire into? I'm going to polymorph Claire, or try to polymorph Claire into a seahorse. (laughs) 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 Inspired. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Okay. So the fire elemental's wisdom is pretty neutral. Uh, so the chance of making an 18 saving throw is bad. That's a 7. 
So Claire is instantly transformed into a flopping seahorse. <laughs> <laughs> How big is she? Like a normal-sized seahorse? I, f- I feel like a person-sized seahorse. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Terrifying person-sized seahorse. Oh, that worked rather well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. Whoop. Uh... Are you looking? <laughs> seahorses can breathe oxygen? Or... Well, so here's what... Here's what I'm trying to figure out, is that a creature that previously had fire immunity effectively would now have zero fire immunity and is existing on the plane of fire. So what kind of damage would be taken by a thing that is on this plane? And I'm just trying to look up and see if anybody else had rules around this, because I, I figured we may have to make this calculation, but I thought I'd have a little more time to look it up. I'd say uh, more along the lines of this creature, uh, how much oxygen can it live without if it has no oxygen? Uh, too. How much se- damage would a seahorse take on the plane of fire? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, like I kind of want to Google just that, but I'm just... You, <laughs> you don't know. think anybody's asked that before? <laughs> uh, Somebody has asked that before. I'm actually going to yeah, Twitter question that one. <laughs> Put that out on Twitter. That's pretty D&D subreddit. Well, and here's the reason why I'm looking this up specifically is because if I look at this spell, the transformation lasts for the duration or until the target drops to zero hit points or dies. A new form can be any beast, blah, 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 blah. So I don't remember where the exact line is. Oh, there it is. When it reverts to its normal form, the creature returns to the number of hit points it had before it transformed. If it reverts as a result of dropping to zero hit points, any excess damage carries over to its normal form. So a seahorse, I'm going to say, has probably like two hit points or something like that. So i got to figure out how much damage would have been done in total to it in that time, and then the remaining damage will carry over. Um, But I can't find a good... I can find rules about extreme heat, and just the plain old rules about... Fire don't seem like they would necessarily apply here. Like, that doesn't seem sufficient. So here's what I'm going to say. I'm just going to say that this is going to deal... Uh, this is going to deal... I'm going to roll a d6 to determine how many d6 worth of damage it'll do. 5d6. Do I have enough? Roscoe, can I borrow a, a sneak attack dice? Uh, so what do we got there? 10, 15, 16 damage. So 15 damage is going to roll over as for just a moment, Claire is transformed into a seahorse. Feels terrifying, searing pain from heat for the first time in Claire's existence as a seahorse. <laughs> and then returns to existence as a fire elemental in what may have been the most confusing six seconds of its entire existence. So th- that all happens in six seconds? That all happens in six seconds. Well, less than six seconds, because you took some time to cast the spell, too. So sh- she basically gets to have her next turn? Uh, what I am going to do is say that Claire is uh, prone, because a seahorse wouldn't have been able to stay upright. So falls over, and then, yeah, we'll be, like, recovered enough to take the next turn. I wish I could give you more of an effect on that one, but, you know, these creatures are pretty tough. <laughs> Um, anything else on your turn, Melvin? Um, I'll say that if you want to run, Claire is too stunned for the moment to be able to do an attack of opportunity. I'll give you that, too. That's a seahorse. 
I wish I could also kick it in the gills while it was flopping around <laughs> on the ground. Um, but I will go and move behind, I guess, the box over there for now. Okay. Kolvik, over to you. Um, I'm going to go to top left of me in front of this box besides Devin and go ahead and slap it with my mace. Do it. Also, the box is fine, by the way. You guys don't have to worry about the box taking damage or anything else. To do that with my uh, be 18. 18 is a hit. Okay. And then it will for 13. 13 damage to Devin. is a goodly amount of damage. We move over to Bert's turn. Where's Bert? Bert's pretty far out there, so Bert's going to have to take the dash action to get close to you folks. Uh, but has more than enough space to get right up on you, so let's move Bert. Uh, let's see here. It'd really be a choice now between either Roscoe or Kolvik. It's going to get up on Kolvik. Get up on me. All right, you are surrounded by fire elemental, and then the stuff round happens for the first time. What's going to happen on the stuff round is that I am going to roll a d4, and there is one on that d4. So out of one of the magma pits nearby, a tiny little creature erupts and starts screaming and running at you guys, and you just hear this like... And then you hear a large boom as this creature explodes. What? Kaboom. So I'm going to need the three of you. Oops, I don't know why that didn't come up correctly. Uh, You're going to need to make a DC 18 dexterity saving throw. If you succeed, you'll take half damage. If not, you'll take the full damage. Uh, That would be, in this case, 11 fire damage and 4 force damage. Dirty DC 18 dexterity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is an area of effect spell specifically, by the way. So, Roscoe, that may have an impact for you. Melvin, how'd you do? Uh, not great, as usual. And that would be a five. All right. So you are going to take 15 damage. Roscoe, where are you at? 28. So that's a success. And your abilities should let you do something else? Yes, I have evasion. I can avoid an area of effect spell. Cool, so nothing for you. Uh, Kolvik? Uh, just I still figured out. Sorry about that. I'm trying to read my my rules here. Thing. Oh, because you got a thing too, don't you? I do have things. Uh, so it looks like even with all my cool shield stuff, I only got a 17, so I will be taking the full 15 damage. Word. 16 or? Uh, 15 damage. 11 fire and 4 force. 4d4 fire damage and 1d6 force damage. All right, so that's what happens on that round. We begin round two with Roscoe. I'm going to use my sneak attack on Devin with my daggers. I rolled a 29 and a 19. Both are very successful hits. So 12 normal damage and 24 sneak attack damage. Total of 36 damage. That is a mighty fine hit. 36 damage is enough to get Devin down to bloodied. Would you like to do anything else on your turn? Nope, I'm good. Coolio. Take that, Devin. Piece <laughs> of shit. Fucking piece of shit. Stupid Devin. Did we ask their names before we started battle? Hey, hey, hey. 
I think they announced them. What's that? I'm Devin! Devin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Devin. Burn! They're like... Yeah, they came out clapping. I'm Devin. I'm Burn. And then they start just attacking us. Oh, man. A, like, musical sound. Mm-hmm. I'm Claire. We're gonna kill you. Uh, so, Alyssa is going to finally make it all the way down to combat and is going to go for Kolvik. Come at me, Alyssa, bro. Kolvik, the attacks are touch-touch. The first one is going to... Well, that's definitely going to miss. Seven and six is 13. The second touch... That's the table's dice now. The second one is a 23. 23 will hit. 23 will hit, so yeah. this is going to be 2d6 plus 3. That'll be a total of 10 damage for you. Oh, yeah, that dice is gone. Where the fuck did that go? Taking me it. down. Taking me down. Take me to the river. Take me to the river. I hate that song. <laughs> Dip me in the water. Dip me in the water. Did you know that they weren't doing drugs when they wrote that song? Are they? Mm-hmm. Mostly I hate that song because of the Billy Bass. The what? The Billy Bass. Oh, the fish. Like the wall-hanging fish. Mm -hmm. That was a popular song on, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you know that somebody took one of those things and stuffed in a, um, uh, Alexa. an Alexa in it? Yeah, that was great. Think about that. It, it, it would like, come out and be like, I, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty great. Well, Devin is not happy with the damage that was just done there, and so is going to attack. Is going to attack Roscoe. Roscoe, you're about to get touched twice. Oh, no. Uh, the first one is going to be a... Shit, what did I say? It's a plus six, so 19. I did it. That'll be... Oh, two ones. That'll be uh, fucking five damage. And I'll uncannily dodge it. All right. And then the second touch is a 20. That's a hit. 20-something or other. And that'll be not much better. That'll be seven damage. Over to Claire. Claire is going to stand up. And Melvin and Ross or sorry, Melvin and Culvert are viable targets, so is gonna go is gonna go towards Melvin. Claire's mad. <laughs> Claire's mad at you. Screw you, Claire. He's gonna get to there. Claire is gonna touch touch. First touch is a 13, which should miss you. That is a miss. Second touch is another 13, so Claire is really trying to touch you and is really not good at it. <laughs> Can't even touch me. Can't touch this. <laughs> Are they stupid, these giants? Uh, these ones are actually fire elementals. They're not fire giants. Oh. Um, so they are essentially big whirling and uh, tornadoing fire that is like Eh, right around your size. I think fire elementals range in size from like, well, they range in size from like four to 60 feet, but these ones are like right around, let's say, six to six to eight feet. Whirling, whirling, whirling towards freedom. Do you know, the other day somebody brought up whirling dervishes, and I haven't thought about the term whirling dervish in a really long time. Very but, old timing. Yeah, but I was wondering, is there such thing as just a dervish? Yeah, I'm sure. What, can, about, a, what you, about a stallion? A stallion? Werner stallion? Werner's. Werner's stallion. And there's an apostrophe to denote ownership. Oh. So stallion is owned by Werner's. Anyway, it's completely...
completely unrelated to everything. Um, so, Melvin, it is your turn. Claire has just failed to touch you twice. Well, that's fair. I failed to kill her by turning her into a seahorse. So this time, let's see if I can turn her into something else. Uh, <laughs> so I'll cast Polymorph again. And uh, I'm going to try to turn her into a giant shark. Nope. Killer whale. Do, 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 do. <laughs> All right. You are going to turn Claire into a killer whale. It's a DC 18. You succeed. Um, a killer whale. How many hit points 90, does I Googled a... It. 90? Yep. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Cool. All right, so Claire is a killer whale with 90 hit points. And what did I say last time? Was it... I, oh, I rolled a... I'm just going to say it's 4d6 because that's how many I have. Can you just look up how many hit points whatever has? Yeah. How many does a Shih Tzu have? Uh, <laughs> Aww. <laughs> None anymore. Not enough, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, so on round one, that is going to be... Uh, 16 fire damage. Claire, the now killer, what did you say? Killer what? Killer whale. Killer whale. I don't, I, I don't really have a good icon to denote that you're a killer whale. What? Uh, yeah, that's a what, what moment. I think I'll just use this one that kind of looks like a football. <laughs> you are now a football. <laughs> So Claire is a football. <laughs> Claire is a killer whale football with 90 hit points that have now been reduced to 74 hit points, and is just like a burning killer whale on the on the fucking ground. <laughs> I didn't realize you were going for more hit points. I was gonna try and like stop you and be like, the same thing's gonna happen. The damage's just gonna bleed over, whatever. I didn't realize you were trying to get like a combatant out of combat, so. It's fucking great, man. <laughs> Excellent use of your spell. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Um, I mean, if I move, I assume I'm not going <laughs> to... Can Claire like, even attack me at this point? I don't think Claire is capable of attacking anything. I mean, pain from being on fire is a brand new sensation to Claire, and I think that that would, like... If we're going to be realistic here, that would shock you to the point where you can't do anything gotcha. other than writhe. Well, I'll just uh, move slightly behind Roscoe then. Okay. Then we move over to Kolvik. First thing I think is, oh crap, there's a killer whale. <laughs> <laughs> there is in fact a killer whale behind you. Oh my goodness. Killer whale behind me. Um, but with that, try not to uh, stop me from my attacks. I'm going to go ahead and repeat what we did before. Keep attacking Devin right in front of me with my mace. All right, attack Devin. Nine, 26. 26 is for surely a hit. Okay, let's go ahead and attack damage here. Okay, get to my here. Claire, the shark, do, 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 do. With 13. 13 total damage. Chipping right away. Devin gets a little less healthy. We move over to Bert. Bert is going, oh, I'm sorry, did you want to try and do anything else on your turn? I would not. Okay. Uh, Bert on Bert's turn has advantage over Kolvik since there's a straight line between Bert and Devon. 
rolling with advantage to try and touch you the first time is going to be a 25. I'll hit. That'll be uh, seven damage. Mm-hmm. Rolling for the second touch is 19, I think is a miss. That will be a miss. All right, no damage on that one. Bert, touch, touch. Touch, touch, touch. And we get back to the stuff round where I roll a d4. Good lord. Just right under that thing. For the listeners at home, there is a big wooden plank that I set some of the recording gear on that sits about two inches off the table. And if you roll poorly, your dice just goes right under it. Uh, So there's going to be one of those little firebombing dudes. He pops out of the one on the left side. And so he's going to choose between Melvin and Roscoe. Roscoe, you're going to take this... Well, it's going to run towards you. It's really going to hit all of you. So he gets to about yay. And then... Shit, where'd that fucking thing go? Kaboom will explode. I'm going to need another DC 18 save from all of you on dexterity. Wow, it rolled the same exact damage again. Oh, critical failure. Or not critical. I got a critical success. Critical success? No, I didn't. I got a critical. Oh. All right, so that'll be 15 damage for you, Kolvik. Uh, Melvin, how did you do? 14. That's a failure. That'll be 15 damage for you. Roscoe. Uh, 12. 12 is also a failure for you, so 15 damage, unless you got something that can... Yeah, I've got my uncanny dodge for uh, that halves damage. Yep, halves and rounds down, so you'll take 7. And Leonard, the fire bomber, goes away. Round 3. Roscoe, over to you. We will be sneak attacking Devon again and hopefully finishing him off. So here we go with the daggers. Stabby stab. Here we go with the daggers again. Uh, 20 over here. Let me, let me roll. <laughs> 20 and 11. 20 and 11. 20 is a hit. 11 is a miss. All right. And your that first one, the 20, was the sneak attack roll, right? Because that's your main hand? Yeah. All right. So I got an 8 there. Plus 33. Excellent. Your dagger sinks in to Devin, the fire elemental, and in a cloud of flaming and screaming, Devin is destroyed from this plane of existence. And I will stay put. Well, you know what? I can move her a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to come up here and help out my friend. Righty-ho. Alrighty. It moves over to Alyssa, who is the one that is immediately to the... Well, directions don't really mean much in this plane, but Alyssa is directly north of Kolvik. Kolvik, touch number one, is going to be uh, 14, so that's a miss. It is. Touchy-touchy number two is even worse than that, so that's two misses. Uh, Claire, on Claire's turn, will take the damage from that fire... Uh, we're just going to do another 4d6 for being on the elemental plane of fire. That's a lot of low rolls. That's a total of 7 damage. Claire has 67 killer whale hit points left and continues to flop on the ground. It smells probably delicious. I don't, I don't know. I've never eaten shark before, but I'm assuming it's probably pretty good. Actually, I don't know. Are predators tasty? All the meats I've ever eaten in my life long, long ago were all... Shark fin is supposed to be... Fish is different. Mm. 
Yeah, shark fin soup is... Well, that, that occasionally when Claire flops on the side and the fin gets sizzled, it's like, ooh. Oh. Like the best fish to eat here are pike, walleye, and crappie, and they're all predator fish. Are they? So maybe shark is delicious. Who knows? While uh, mysterious forces in the universe ponder the deliciousness of various fish, Melvin, it rolls over to your turn. Is that Claire who just uh, attacked, correct? Uh, Alyssa attacked you, and then Claire just took damage. Claire just took... Okay, it was Alyssa who attacked me, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just missing on so many stupid attributes I could be doing, like attacks of opportunity here, divine strike there, and I'm just not even paying mm. attention. Ah. I realize, like, all these go, I'm like, why am I not doing anything? Come on, man. Yeah. We've been drinking all day. <laughs> I... I mean... <laughs> yeah, we have. All right. Hello there, friends of VGAT. We are oh so grateful you've joined us here. You all know how much I love telling you about the VGAT.com. T-H-E-V-G-A-T.com. It's a website. It has all of our stuff on it. You can find our episodes, you can find links to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and so many other podcast aggregation sites. You can find the artwork that we've had commissioned up there, you can find links to support us through Patreon out there. With all of that going for it, how could you possibly ask for much more? Seriously, though, don't ask for much more, because that's pretty much all we've got up there. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. We don't post a ton of stuff out there because we don't want to fill up your feed with garbage, but we do post artwork when we get it done, as well as any major updates or news for the podcast. I also recently posted a few of my own terrible, terrible, and definitely non-copyright infringing drawings up there. So, you know, just the occasional little extra tidbit about what we're doing. A gigantic thank you to all of our supporters out there. We are so grateful to have each and every one of you. If you've been listening to the show, that's fantastic ego fodder for all of us. If you've been telling your friends and helping us spread the word, that is also amazing. Those of you who have left us a review in iTunes, you're straight up doing the Lord's work at that point. And for the folks who have supported us through Patreon and Ko-fi, you are directly keeping us afloat. For all of you, for all of these things, thank you for helping us keep this going. It has been a truly wonderful journey so far, and we are excited to keep it going. And that is the whole of the mid-roll for this week, friends. Let's get back to fighting fires. Melvin, tell me about your turn. I'm going to, I don't know, let's try this out. I haven't ever used this spell. I'm going to cast Fairy Fire on, it's a area of effects. It's an area of effect spell. So each object in a 20-foot cube within range is outlined in blue, green, or violet light. Your choice. Any creature in the area when the spell's cast is also outlined in light if it fails a dexterity saving throw. That's weird. Oh, so that so all the objects are outlined no matter what, the creatures have a dexterity saving throw. For the duration, objects and affected creatures shed dim light in 10-foot radius. Any attack roll against an affected creature or object has advantage if the attacker can see it. 
and the affected creature or object can't benefit from being invisible. So, we gotta do a little dexterity save. Your save is still 18. So let's go Alyssa. Alyssa succeeds, actually. Alyssa is not outlined with a 23, and Bert. Uh, Bert also succeeds. Look at that shit. Um, that's a 23. Um, Claire, I think, as a shark flopping on the ground would automatically fail. So <laughs> I got Claire again. Claire and uh, well, you probably you would shape this around your friends. So Claire and the and the box you carried in are outlined in. Wh- which color would you like? Um, let's go with violet. I like violet. Mm-hmm. All right. In this angry, angry plane. All right. What else would you like to do on Thou's turn? Um, I'm gonna like run away. Not run away, but move away from how how uh, how much area are those little bombs affecting? Uh, the little bomb dudes are affecting a 15 foot area, so like a three by three on the grid. So I'm gonna move like over here, right on away. So hopefully, well, it'll at least it be out. yeah, it'll at least be two or it, one. Yeah. All right. So Melvin is westernmost in the combat, about 20 feet away from Roscoe. Kulvik's right next to Roscoe, and Alyssa, Bert, and Claire, Claire being currently in shark form, are all surrounding Kulvik, essentially. Kulvik, tell me what you'd like to do with your turn. Well, I'm not a fan of getting the crap kicked out of me, that's mm. for sure. Never been a fan of that one. I mean, some people are. Some people are. Give them that, good for them. So, I feel like I need some assistance, maybe from a guardian. Of faith. Guardian of faith. Ow, but the ow, wow, wow, wow. So I'm going to throw this guardian of faith across Alyssa here and go to the other side of her to be behind Alyssa and Bert. And I'm going to have Vecto Steve in the form of kind of like an ice dove. Uh, what are those, like a, uh, like, what are those called? An ice statue, pretty much. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, so it's going to be an ice statue, kind of like would you have like nice shrimp around it and all, like really <laughs> fancy. Like you see at a fancy party, really made up of a statue of Steve, and it's going to be ice formed. Expecto Steve. I'm going to even give you the, the like illusory shrimp at, at the base of Expecto Steve. <laughs> nice, thank you. All right, so let me, let me get, uh, we've been using what, pooping dog? pooping dog in a top hat. I think we have. Do I still have that? Uh, I don't have that handy, but I do have Mrs. Doubtfire handy. So Mrs. Doubtfire, as representing Expecto Steve on this icon on this map, appears and looks, you know, like maybe she's got, maybe, maybe she's got a secret or a trick up her sleeve, but she's nodding in approval as Expecto Steve. Yes, thank you for having me aboard. <laughs> and she appears on the other side of Alyssa, ready to do some damage. And we've done this debate a gazillion times, but it's they're they're in the range, so so Expecto Steve will damage, right? Um, That's yeah. it, have we decided that seven hundred times? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with it. All right, Kolvik. Anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Um, just laugh in enjoyment as Steve has entered the battlefield. That's what I shall do. Steve has entered the battle. Finish him. Bert, 
Well, Bert is going to attack Colvick, since that's the direction that was being faced and is the only available target. Touch number one from Bert. That's a bad touch. That's going to be 22. Right, uh, that touch, yeah, that equals... That's a touch. That's going to be, what is it? It's plus three, so 10 damage for you. Touch number two is 18, which I think is a miss for you. A miss. All right. Explodey dude round. Uh, is he going to take damage? Is that um, the end of that turn? Oh, yeah, that's right. It happens on their turn because Expecto Steve Moves doesn't have an actual turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just it's 20 dex- damage every the time, the right? dexterity save as well. Dex save. Their dex is pretty freaking good. Or half good. as much on a successful one. Uh, so that's going to be a 12, which fails your dex save. All right. And that's 20 damage. Kablow. Bert takes 20 Expecto Steve shrimpy face damage. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Shrimpy face damage. <laughs> <laughs> the worst kind of face damage. Oh, he's got the shrimpies. Uh, man, it's you guys are really lucky. I've been rolling ones every single time on this uh, for the explodey dudes that are coming out. Um, and now I need to decide which direction they're coming from. Uh, very lucky for Melvin. They're coming from the pool on the right. So this dude comes out, snuggles up right between his two buddies, and explodes. I love that sound, by the way. It makes me so happy when you first did it. Every time. Oh, look at that adorable little icon I found for him, too. Clip art from I need to stop rolling for decks. Is it not? You you did not good? Again, not good. Well, the damage is lower this time. So uh, that's a failure from you, Kolvik? Kolvik, you're going to take 11 damage. And Roscoe, where are you at? I rolled a 17. Uh, you needed an 18 to pass, so you'll do half damage? Yep. Uh, that'll be 5 for you. Alright, so endeth round 3, so beginneth round 4. Roscoe, it is over to you. I'm going to come up here and stab this one that I think is Alyssa. That is Alyssa. We'll just take a roll here. And... 27 and 27. Two 27s equals two hits. Also, you guys haven't touched Alyssa yet. So that's 18 base damage. That is a horseshit roll. How much damage do those little fire guys have? Uh, they have 30 hit points, but they just explode and kill themselves. Okay, I was going to say, that. Does, he, does that Guardian of Faith thing work with them? But if um, they have 30, I don't want them to. So, never mind. Uh, it would have to be... What's the range from the Guardian of Faith? I think it was... Sorry, while he looks that up, Roscoe, what was your sneak attack damage? Uh, 20 for a total of 38. Right on. 30 feet. It is 30 feet. Oh, within 10 feet of the Guardian for the first move. Okay, so it's 10. Um, well, and it would be... it's that's That happens on the end of the creature's turn, if I recall. Um, so, like, they've already exploded by that point, so I'm not too worried about it. It would not have wasted damage that the Guardian would do. Because, um, yeah, the Guardian's got only 40 left it can do. It's I was hoping 60. to kill them before they hit me. And I was no, they have too many hit points for that. This custom-made monster that I in no way shaped specifically for this spell has too many hit points to be affected that way. All right, Roscoe, you're all set? Yeah, I'm good. All right, Alyssa's turn is going to be spent attacking Roscoe. Roscoe, touch number one, 
is a miss with a nine. Touch number two is another miss with a 10. And I'm gonna go ahead and attack that with my reaction. Oh, do that. Tap that damage. And when that's done, we'll do some guardian. Um, 22. 22 is a hit. All right. Go ahead and tap that bad boy. Na, na, na. Na, na. For 18. 18 damage is enough to get Alyssa into the bloodied territory. And then Alyssa will make a save. Uh, Alyssa makes that save, so it's only going to take 10 points of damage. And I forget, did we discuss this before? If the Guardian only does 10 points of damage, does it now... Does it, it still does have that 10? It 60 total, yeah. So, so it's, Okay. Yeah, so we're at 30 now, right? Yep. Mrs. Doubtfire will do... That's from a different game that I was playing on Roll20, by the way. We used Mrs. Doubtfire for an icon, but now it's perfect for, for this scenario to represent Expecto Steve as the ice sculpture with shrimp. Alyssa has taken more damage than Alyssa was able to do on their turn, and now we move over to Claire. Claire is just flopping around on the ground like a shark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where's all my D6 here? Claire's going to take 15 damage as a shark and is now down to 52 shark hit points. She a shark or a killer whale? Or killer whale, sorry. Yeah. Mammal. Uh, Claire does still have all of their original hit points, by the way. So at some point, that is going to wear off. But for now, it's just hilarious shark time. <laughs> shark party. <laughs> shark party! <laughs> Melvin, it is returned to you. All right. Let's see what this does. I'm going to run up next to Alyssa here, and I will uncork the decanter of squirting at maximum squirting power. Ooh. Maximum squirting power. Maximum squirt, 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 squirting. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I thought about this quite a bit because I was pretty certain you guys were going to take out the squirting uh, while we were here in the fire plane. And the more I thought about it, the more it came down to there's one of two possibilities. Either it is on the fire plane and it is like an obscenely like hundreds of degrees temperature and the water just evaporates the moment it comes out or it would do a lot of damage to a fire-based creature. So what I decided to do was I'm just going to have you roll, Melvin, a d20 and if you get a, if you get above a 10, so 11 or above, you get the good effect if you roll a 10 or below then it just comes out as steam. Okay. Oh, let's see what's going to happen, but I think we all know. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a nine. (laughs) All right. Uh, So you you, uh, pop open the decanter of endless squirting and a harmless spray of steam comes out of it as the water evaporates instantly and does no damage to Alyssa. What do you suck? Yeah, <laughs> I at least left it to random chance. I wanted to logic that out and be like, "There's no way that would do damage," but I at least left it up to you. I like that. That was pretty good, though. It was a great idea. And it was Colbert's idea. Do you know Watera? What? Watera. Watera. Can Final Fantasy ten? Was that the the area of effect one? When no. I had the A at the end. It's the second most powerful water spell. Oh. I don't want to say water god because I don't like the way it sounds. That's like a 
That's like a weird backhanded your old grandma compliment. Oh, you're the second most powerful water <laughs> spell. That's not. That was the first. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose there's also all the other spells too, but that's good that you're doing pretty good in the water category. Melvin, would you like to do anything else with your turn? Yeah, I'm going to use my remaining distance to kind of move away okay. from the group. That's going to get you a touch of opportunity from Alyssa, which is going to be a hit, I'm thinking, with a 22. That is a hit. That'll be 11 damage. We move over to Bert's turn. Bert is going to attack Kolvik. Can we have no Ernie in this group? Uh, there's only four, and I usually go in ascending alphabetical order. If there would have been a fifth one, it would have been Ernie. Uh, 19 for the first touch. I'm sorry, not 19. That's going to be 25, because it was plus six. It's a hit. Your touch. That'll be two and four and three is nine damage. For what? Uh, nine. nine damage. For how much was the hit for? Oh, the hit was 25. Oh, it was 25. Yeah. Okay. It was 19 plus six. I forgot to do the math. Okay. Then nine damage it is. Touchy number two is a miss with only eight. Oh, yeah. We get back to explodey people round. Have I lost all my D4s yet? I haven't. Man, every single one of them has been a one so far. Uh, and then let's see, does it come from the left pool or the right pool? It comes from the right pool. I mean, no, for you guys. <laughs> and this little flamey dude gets in there and explodes. Let me get a... <laughs> it's going to be 11 damage depending on your saves. Kolvik, what's your save roll? Finally, it's going to be above the 18 mark. Excellent. You will uh, take with my DC. 5 damage. Nope. Because I got that cool ability if it's half to get zero. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah. Roscoe. Finally. 15. 15 is a fail. Uh, so with your ability, that'll be halved, which is five damage. Kablow. The little fire dude named Jonah explodes and is gone. Bye, Jonah. We move on to round five. The air thick with farts, and Roscoe, it is your turn. So are, are the Alyssa or Bert going to be hit by my guardian? Oh, Alyssa already took it, but Bert did not. My Bert apologies. Not. Bert's got to do a save, which has failed, so Bert will take the whole 20. Is there a so fart plane, you think? Fight plane. Yeah. Oh, I would. We're on it. <laughs> <laughs> like literally us in real life. <laughs> so I rolled a 28 and a 12. Your 28 hits and your 12 misses. All right, so that's eight with my man hand dagger. Oh, another shitty roll. 22 for the sneak attack damage. Total of 30. Man, so damn close. It's a shame you missed with the other hand. Alyssa is down to wrecked, but is not dead. Come on, Alyssa. Alyssa does then get a chance to attack. Let's see, let's call it 50-50 between the two of you. Uh, that's going to be attacking Kolvik. Kolvik, the first touch is going to be a 21. I think that's a miss. That's a missy. Second touch is an 8 for a miss. Nice. Claire takes on Claire's turn uh, six, seven, eight, nine damage as a shark. 
There's a whale, sorry. It's a whale. Uh, Claire still has 43 killer whale hit points. Floppity, floppity, flop. And Melvin, it is back to your turn. I'm going to Ray of Perkins, Alyssa. <laughs> what happens if a creature doesn't have a butthole? <laughs> it has to make one. <laughs> <laughs> if you do not have a butthole, you become the butthole. Uh, with a seven, that is a failed constitution save. That is enough damage to kill Alyssa. Yay! On a critically failed save, that would be when it gets forced inside out. But that is not the case here. So, Alyssa is dead with a green, disgusting ray that flies out across the fiery plains. Alyssa is destroyed and dispersed back to the fire. Bert and Claire remain as combatants. Mrs. Doubtfire slash Expecto Steve has 10 hit points of damage remaining. And Kolvik, it is over to your turn. Knowing that we're going to be having a time limit and uh, have to hurry up on our trip here, I'm going to go ahead and... Oh, yes. I'm going to go ahead and do a channel divinity. Word. Myself, get half my hit points back. So I'll be up to 60... No, 50... Um, 52. 52. Always round down. 52, and then I get some bonuses on top of that for whenever I heal myself, though. Oh, yeah. Kesha's bling of healing. Yep. I still hope that someday six. Kesha listens to this podcast. Where Kesha heal uh, bling of healing to a total of 58 damage. Uh, help. And that's what I'll do. Excellent. Bert. Bert's going to try and undo some of that healing that you just did. Bert's going to try and touch you once... That'll be 22. I think that's a hit. Uh, Bert's going to do 7 damage to you, and then Bert's going to try and touch you twice. Bert's going to get a 16 on the second roll, which should have miss. And then Bert is going to take all 10 of Expecto Steve's remaining damage, which is enough to move Bert into the bloodied territory. And... What what is what does Expecto Steve do on the way out? I feel like it's the the fucking what do you call that the X thing? You know, you get a strike in bowling, you do the X by slapping your thighs. The suck it symbol. The suck it symbol. The universal symbol for the, suck it. Yeah, the universal suck it, and then he just kind of puts his hand in the air, and then he melts away. Mm-hmm. Pretty classy. Mm-hmm. Steve's classy. Stay classy, Steve. Stay classy. Uh, back to Explodey Dudes round. Oh, there's going to be three of them this time. All right, all three of us have to make a sound. Ready? Yep. (laughs) Welcome to Audio Hell. (laughs) (laughs) Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? (laughs) (laughs) What is that from? Dumb and Dumber. Dumber. Yeah. Uh, All right, so let's see here. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey. yeah. The guy goes crazy. Stop it! Stop! Guys, All right, so three of these demon dudes appear. This time they are Ike, Herbert, and Gil. By the way, they run out from the three closest magma pools. Magma. 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 I, you know, I was looking it up 
to see what it was. Is it magma or lava? And it's about whether or not it's left the Earth. And I was like, well, there's no fucking Earth on this plane, so how do I take that? Fuck all y'all. So, so it's all magma? I mean, I think magma. if it's like... If it's exposed to the surface air, it's technically lava, so maybe this is all lava. I don't really know how the fire plane works. Magma. 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 Smagma. Alright, so the, the first guy to explode is going to be Ike. The smegma plane. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. <laughs> Just for that, fire bomber on the left explodes. Ike is going to do some damage to all three of you. Let's start with Melvin's roll. Need a dex save. DC 18. Oh, I'm going to nail this. I know it. (laughs) 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 That's on the floor. He didn't fucking hit the box. (laughs) Here we go. Oh, my God. 17. 17. You're so close, but that does mean 14 damage for you. Mm, Uh... That is not enough. You're going to take 14 as well. Roscoe. 21. 21 is a save, so you take none. Right. Word. All right, the next one, Herbert. Herbert. Herbert is going to be just Roscoe and Kolvik. Oh, man, this is the biggest one yet. This will be 19 damage if you don't, sa- if you don't save. Uh, oh, saved. Saved, so no damage for Kolvik. 16. 16 is not enough, so you'll take the uh, friggin' 19 and a half is 9 damage. And the final, Gil, is going to make his firebomb. That'll be, man, another good roll. That's 18 total, and I'll need it from Roscoe and Kolvik again. Kolvik? Ooh, uh, 25. It's enough. 23. Also enough. Begin round six. You guys haven't even left the first 20 feet of this battle map, by the way. And I mean, I don't want to discourage you or anything, but been a lot of damage done so far. But Roscoe, it's over to you. We have the wrecked... Oop, I'm sorry, I should delete this other one. We have the wrecked Bert with 52 hit points. I don't know why I just told you hit points. I've never done that before. It has been a long day. Um, Bert has the, you now know, 52 hit points, and then there's Claire, who has all of Claire's original hit points, uh, and then 43, well, not all of, uh, but has 43 killer whale hit points left. I'm going to sneak attack Bert. Sneakity sneak. Bertie Bert. 30 and 29. Both. Most definitely hits. That 30 is a critical, by the way, for the folks listening in at home. That's 25 from the daggers. And 33 from the sneak attack for 58. It is enough. Bert is destroyed. Claire is the final remaining combatant, but Roscoe, you do have the choice of movement on your turn if you'd like to take it. Um, no. I think I'm good. All right. We go over to Claire. Claire continues to take whale in a bad place damage. Uh, that's a goodly amount of damage this time. 12, 17, 20 damage on Claire's whalish form. Claire has 23 killer whale hit points left. Melvin, we move back to you. Ray Perkins. Ray Perkins to Claire. Yeah. 
player. Well, let me ask you here, because you're going to be just doing hit points that are like temporary hit point damage. Do you want to release Claire back to normal form and do damage to Claire? Or do you want to do this to Claire's whale form? <laughs> Sounds ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> form of a whale. You know, I'm just going to... I don't know what I'm going to do. Gee, how many hit points? You actually told us, but I suppose we shouldn't actually know, huh? Um, I've been saying it. Uh, whale, whale Claire has 23 hit points remaining as a whale, and then has mm, not not bloodied hit points as a fire elemental. Can I do this? Can I? I have three rays of Perkins. Can I cast them like se- sequentially? Oh yeah. Like I just want to cast like one, two, and if she gets close, then I'll probably stop casting. Okay. Right, I do that. You do that. <laughs> two damage. <laughs> How does that show up? Is that two per bolt, or what is that? Well, it's just your first one, so you roll again. Uh, you're going to roll for damage for each one. <laughs> one damage for the second beam. Good thing I did these all sequentially, huh? <laughs> Didn't want to overpower it, you know. <laughs> no. Never. You don't want to embarrass anybody. Seven. Seven. That's a little better score. Claire has 13 whale hit points remaining. And Kolvik, it is over to your turn. I'm sorry, Melvin, did you want to move or anything else? Uh, no. Okay. Since we're all in this proximity area, I'm going to do a mask here for us all. Okay. Fifth level here. It's right neighborly of you. Gotsta. Gotsta get my peeps. So everybody gets seven hit points? Yes, everybody gets seven hit points. No, it's 21 points of healing. That's great. Yeah. Don't be so down on yourself. Yay. <laughs> well, you get a little bit more. I just said, let me go ahead and get my bling of healing up. Because I always forget about that. But Oh, you know, I never really considered that. I guess each of you would get the plus four, is it? Yes, I would feel so. So everyone gets 11 hit points. Uh, it's, uh, it'd be um, six. Because I catch his bling, it can do self or others. And so I'm going to go ahead and do it to the others. So everybody can get an extra six. So it'd be 14, 13. Seven plus six. Not bad. Yeah. Is it six? I thought Kesha's bling was lower than that. Kesha's bling, but I also have Disciple to Life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Word. Anything else on your turn? No, I'm just going to kick the fire ground angrily. Because I wish it could have been better. All right. Explodey dude's turn. There's going to be three of them again. Ready, guys? <laughs> you gather crazy. Um, it turns out the good side again. So it's Kablau, Kabloom, Kablooey. So Roscoe and Kolvik will take two of those guys directly. Melvin is affected by one. Sorry, that was a really poor way of explaining that. Melvin is only going to get hit by one. Kolvik and Roscoe get hit by all three. So the first Juan is going to be 14 damage, depending on your saves. Melvin, what's your save like? Did you hit 18? Oh, I mean... Can we-
episode 92, Seahorse Elementals, was released on July 2nd, 2019. We'll humiliate more combatants next week on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! Maximum Squirt, 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 Squirty!